but the will of the one who sent me. And this is the will of the one who sent me, that I should not lose anything of what he gave me, but that I should raise it on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have eternal life, and I shall raise him on the last day. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. All it takes is circus peanuts. Just the sight of the smell of those large orange peanut-shaped soft pieces of candy. That's all it takes to bring a lump to my throat and make my eyes begin to water. You see, my dad loved circus peanuts. If you're not sure what they are, check them out. And he was always ready to share those with everyone. And right now, just thinking of them brings back memories of my brothers and sisters rushing to jump on his lap just to get one of those special treats. And many years later, my own children doing the same just to get that same strange orange peanut. My dad's again bond for many, many years. And yet still, all it takes as a circus peanut for the memories to come rushing back. It may have been a year, several years, or just a few weeks since you lost your loved one. I know there's times where you get up from your chair to get something from the kitchen and for just a split second you, you see him or her. And then your brain engages and you come back to reality and realize they passed away. There's also those times where you go to your grandma or grandpa's house and only grandpa's not there. But in an unguarded moment, you see him sitting in his favorite chair. These are all common occurrences. Certain things, places, or events trigger our memory in such a powerful way that we, we remember the person and that person seems so present to us. Today, I know it never really was about circus peanuts. It was really about the joy and the laughter, the hugs and the tickles that went along with giving away that sweet piece of candy. And today I can say, I stand here and I know it was about even more because it was about love. And my friends, love is why we are here tonight. Love is why the simplest things bring to life so many precious memories. And love is why we gather here in prayer on All Souls Day. Love is why we pray for our dearly departed and all those souls in purgatory. This day should remind us all that every soul matters. The beautiful words of our gospel just told us how precious we are in the eyes of God when we heard Jesus say, 
This is the will of the one who sent me, that I should not lose anything of what he gave me. For he cherishes and seeks out every soul. Christ loves us all, and he wants all, nothing more than to bring all of us home with him. You know, as Christians, the everyday event of sensing the presence of our departed loved ones should remind us of a wonderful reality, that our loved ones still live. And tonight is a reminder that we have all have another dwelling place, a heavenly home, where we can continue to live with our Father in heaven. This is the time of year where our thoughts turn more and more to the place we call home. Holidays are coming up. There are gatherings around the family table. Home is our destination again and again as we go through life. We're drawn to the bright light that offers us comfort and warmth, especially in this cold part of the year. And of course, we're always drawn to the laughter and joy. My friends, let us never forget that home is not just brick and mortar. It's also people. It's the arms that hold you the shoulders you lean on, the people who share your joys and sit with you in your tears, the ones who pray with you and the ones who pray for you even after you will be gone from this earth. And we're all part of that. We're all a community. In church, we say we're all part together in communion. Yesterday, we celebrated the communion of saints. Today, we honor a communion of souls. And please realize that these souls are closer than we realize. Just think about it a minute. They are in the stories we tell and in the jokes we share. They're in the recipes we've saved, the advice we've lived by, shortcuts we've taken. They're in the ornaments wrapped in tissue and saved to hang on our trees year after year. And yes, their souls can somehow even be found in things like circus peanuts. So why do we pray for our deceased loved ones? Why do we gather here today for the commemoration of all souls? Why do we dedicate the month of November for praying for our dead? We do all these things because, again, as Christians, we believe in the power of prayer. We believe that our prayers can help bring our loved ones home to the gates of heaven. And most importantly, we pray simply because we love. We believe that love conquers all, even death itself. We sincerely love the members of our family and our friends and all who have passed away. And we will always love them. And our love for our dearly departed is truly a sacrificial love. It is loving as Jesus loved. It's as close as most of us can ever come to divine love. It's a love where we expect nothing in return. From the death of our soul, we simply love, and we best express our love through prayer. Brothers and sisters, you know that God hears your prayers. Know that he feels your loss. He knows of the ache that's deep in your heart. And know that your prayers do indeed make a difference. But just like each of us, some of our loved ones are not ready to enter fully into God's presence. 
the results of sin can still be with them. Our deceased, although their sins have been forgiven, may still suffer from the result of those sins. And that's another reason we gather here on All Souls Day, to remember, to love, but most importantly, to pray. For as our faith teaches us, we pray to free our loved ones from purgatory, from all those souls that are in purgatory may be freed. Purgatory can be best understood simply as a place where souls hold themselves back from climbing onto the lap of our Heavenly Father until they are ready and able to accept the fullness of his great love. And they are dependent on the prayers of our loved ones here still on earth to prepare them to receive the awesome fire of God's all-encompassing divine love. The power of prayer is far greater, infinitely greater, than most of us can even imagine. When we pray, we call upon the Almighty to perform an action beyond our own capabilities, far beyond our own capabilities, but they are not beyond God's. Today we pray that the Lord heals the wounds of all who are not ready to enter into the fullness of his divine presence. We pray that all souls may be healed. We pray that any part of their lives that have been closed to love may now be completely open to the presence of our Almighty God. So yes, we pray today for our deceased parents, spouses, children, relatives, and friends. We pray again because we love them. And it is our continuing love and prayers that will ensure them eternal life in heaven. There will likely be many times in the months and years ahead when something that will happen that triggers a memory, causes a tear to form in the corner of your eye. I like to call those type of tears liquid love. For our tears are really a physical reminder of how blessed we were to love and to be loved. As our Lord told us in his gospel today, he will reject no one who comes to him. And we must trust in God's divine word. Our Heavenly Father always offers us his divine unending love, whether in life or in death. All love endures. My friends, continue to love. Love even when it hurts, even when the tears flow. And continue to pray. And always remember, our loved ones still live. They are there. May the souls of the faithfully departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen.